Hello, it's Toby Haydock. But don't worry, it's not the end of the world. Right, this is a short interview. I suspect, in retrospect, that my victim would have been happy to talk for longer. But you know what? I was nervous, and I thought the scoop was better than outstaying my welcome. So, apologies for not being a tenacious journalist, because, um, <clears throat> well, I'm, I'm not one. So, look, I'll use the brevity of this one uh, to do a bit of who's around housekeeping. First, uh, I'm dispensing with these introductions. Uh, the podcast has been a bit long, which might be great for you listeners, but it adds to the preparation time for all the guys at Big Finish, especially Paul Sprague, um, which puts extra work on their plate, and it means that the podcasts take longer to appear because there are more things to do. So what we've decided is to yeah, drop these intros because they're only waffle anyway, uh, and tantalising hints of who's to come, who and you then find that out in about five seconds uh, and we're going to trim the interviews down so that we can get as many out as possible this year because there's no guarantee they're all going to be out this year but it would be nice um, and then release uh, the rest and the extra stuff uh, in 2014 so maybe some of the more career stuff uh, if I've done a longer sort of hour long interview uh, is something that we can bank for the future especially as you know whilst we're releasing these I'm still scrambling to fulfil the task which I won't be next year because I'm stopping on December the 30th if not before uh, talking of which um, it's also been suggested that I keep a, a tally of the stories that have been covered um, so I mean I think that's a good idea although you could actually do it yourselves but anyway I'm going to start doing that now although the tally won't appear on the next few uh, that are due to be released because they've already been locked down in the edit we've brought this one forward uh, this also means that occasionally uh, the next time trailer won't tally with what is subsequently released because, like this one, the order gets changed and it, it gets changed for various boring reasons. It's not going into that pixely can unpick it all in the future. and I'm sure it'll be fascinating. Um, anyway, my interviewee today has appeared in two stories, so brings our current tally to 61 stories done and 181 still left. I mean, that's with Trial of a Time Lord counted as four stories, Utopia is a single one, and various other things that will doubtless make someone somewhere froth at the mouth. Sigh. Um, so, look, those are what's been released, but I have actually conducted, I think now, 109 interviews. So the ones that have been covered in terms of work done but not yet put online are highlighted at www.tobyhaydoke.com on my blog, there's a blog page, under the post that is called Toby Haydoke's Who's Round. There's a sort of tally there where I've put in red the stories that we've covered. There's quite a few, quite a few gaps as well. Anyway, uh, now it's time for this interview. I think I probably sound... Uh, that's my mum making a noise outside. I'm on holiday. Um, I actually, yeah, this is my holiday. Um, yeah, I think I sound a bit like a rabbit caught in headlights for this interview, assuming a rabbit caught in headlights sounds like a stumbly middle-class man failing to articulate himself. But, yeah, I was a bit nervous, and um, I hope you enjoy it, um, and that the interview, although brief, isn't only skin-deep. Uh, hello, I'm on Skype to probably the most illustrious person who's agreed to do this foolhardy podcast of mine, so I'm going to ask her to tell me who she is and why I'm talking to her about Doctor Who. <laughs> um, you're speaking to a very 
one in Mecca and you were speaking to me about Doctor Who um, and my brief experience of it. Well, yes, and you were the sort of first, I have to say, with gratitude as a lifelong Doctor Who fan, waiting for it to come back. Because when Doctor Who had gone away, it had become a bit of a dirty word. And when it came back, we weren't quite sure if it was going to be successful or not. And you were the sort of first major star to sign up. So was there ever any nervousness about um, signing up to something that nobody was sure if it was going to be successful or not? No, no there was no nervousness whatsoever. The scripts were fantastic. The character was extremely funny. Um, and very witty, very um, imaginative, and what's what's not to, what's not to like. <laughs> so it was. It's, it's always the scripts that are um, the most interesting thing that that attracts an actor to something or a director, indeed. And of course, it was a, a character that had something today about the to say about the extremes of um, uh, cosmetic surgery, which um, yes, 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 which I thought was very funny. Uh, that, that made me laugh an awful lot. So um, I, I think that was very. It was. It was. Um, yes, exactly that. It was funny. <laughs> and is it something that, as, as somebody in the public eye, um, you know, do actresses feel pressure about um, things like, you know, the pressure of magazines and things like that in terms of appearance, or is it something that you 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 get over because you're so used to being scrutinised? You, you always feel that you're um, being compared to somebody else, especially with magazines and things like Heat and, uh, <laughs> and now the internet. It's uh, it's always there. It's always present. But the thing you have to do is try not is try to ignore it as much as possible. Well, and, and and having done the show and it uh, and it became a huge success, you were you were the sort of first person to come back as well. So yes, I. She came back. Came back, and uh, who knows, she may come back again. <laughs> oh well, watch this space. I hope. <laughs> oh, yes, I have no idea, but I mean, she. We we don't know quite what happened to her. <laughs> no, and and having been that sort of comedy, um, sort of satirical, um, barbed character, Russell, when he brought her back, he not only did we manage to see you in the flesh as well, which was a bonus, um, but also <laughs> you got you got a soul. I mean, it's a very beautiful moment. The ending. And I, I take it you probably never met any of the, the cast on the first one. Um, I did meet Billy Piper, um, and I did know David Tennant. Uh, so it was, uh, and I think I met him in one scene. But um, when 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 she was a piece of parchment, um, no, I didn't meet anybody. <laughs> no, nice job. You can just turn up in your trainers and. Um... Oh, <laughs> a sitting down job. Because I couldn't walk, and I couldn't walk very much, and it was uh, it was just perfect. So I had to sit in the studio. But it, it, I, it had to, we had to stop a lot because I did laugh an awful lot. But, and then in school playgrounds, apparently, uh, kids were screaming, uh, were shouting, "Moisturise me, moisturise me!" <laughs> it's really yeah, well, then what's it like seeing a, a, a sort of computed rendering of... Because I have to say, and I don't mean to be pejorative when I'm saying this, they, they, Cassandra does have the look of you a little bit. Yeah, but that's good. 
Absolutely. And um, can, can you understand? I mean, I'm very grateful that you've agreed to talk to me about um, Doctor Who because uh, it's 50 years old this year. It started the day after the assassination of John F. Kennedy. Um, uh, and um, can you understand why, why it has that appeal and to what do you attribute it? I think it's, uh, I have no idea, but I think science fiction in all shapes and forms are always, uh, um, are always fun and interesting and fascinating. To, uh, to the human mind and that these stories um, always go back to fables and fairy tales and all those things which constantly fascinate us and of other worlds and those things go on in the, the, the human psyche and the imagination and that's why they've always, they're always popular and that's why they, they, they will go on and, and does it appeal to you? I mean, as somebody that spends so much time performing in drama, if you were to, to watch some, what, what is your choice to, to relax to or to stimulate you? What do you enjoy as a viewer? What do I, I watch? Um, I, I've been not watching television very much for the last few years. I find it very difficult to, to uh, concentrate or sit down um, and relax in front of the TV. I, I'm afraid I watch usually American stuff, uh, um, as far as comedy is concerned, and... And then, um, if I am watching drama, I have only been watching, I'm afraid, the, um, the Swedish and the Norwegian stuff. Yes, yeah, sure. But it's interesting... Which is brilliant. Well, because as somebody that, you know, works mostly in the UK, of course, you were born in America. Did you ever feel the, the, the pull to, to go to the States and, and, and settle there and work there, or have you always... Um, I know. I've, 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 I work in New York um, when I'm asked. I've, I've done four, four, five plays in New York on Broadway, and so I've, um, I do go back a lot when I can. So I'm always open to that because I love it. Well, and I, I spoke to a director very recently, and it's, it's, I think it's always comforting as an actor, and you probably don't need the comfort because you work all the time, but uh, when they were doing the BBC Shakespeare Hamlet... Um, yes. I know you did the Richard the Third, but I spoke to Rodney Bennett, who directed some Doctor Who's, who directed that Hamlet, who said that he'd wanted you to play Ophelia in that Hamlet. Which Hamlet are we talking about? Uh, the, the, when the BBC did their Shakespeare's, it was um, Derek Jacobi and um, Patrick Stewart. And... Oh, I was probably a bit old. Well, he still said he wanted you. I just thought I'd reach oh, well, back. Very nice. I'd reach back that's through time. Nice. <laughs> tell you that. Who did, who did they get instead? Uh, Lala Ward. <laughs> And do you have any uh, uh, unfulfilled ambitions? Any parts that you would like to that you particularly covet? I'm sure there are hundreds of them, but I, I don't read plays very much unless somebody sends them to me. So, um, so uh, I no, I, I don't covet things because if I do them and then I don't get them, get to do them, I'll get disappointed. I don't want to be disappointed. Sure. <laughs> it's too much in life. It's a disappointment. Absolutely. You don't need that as well. 
Absolutely, a waste of energy. Well, look, I, I, yes. promised, I promised I wouldn't take up too much of your time. So no, you're very sweet. <laughs> oh, well, bless you. I, I, I'm very grateful that you've um, that, that you uh, uh, um, acquiesced to a very strange request that came out of nowhere. Uh, yeah, no, it's great. No, that's great. You, well, if I, I, think it's, I think it's fun and I think it's very, very good. Well, thank you. Well, I've just got the, the, the last two questions. One, because you've given yes. your time, it's, it's for a charity. So which charity do you support? Uh, the Globe. Uh, of course. Of course, yes, the Globe that, Theatre. That's, that's first. Um, but there are others, but that, that, that's the first one that comes to my head. It must, it must be strange when we think of, you know, lost loved ones and everything like that, that your father has a very tangible legacy that you can see every time you fancy it. Wonderful! What a great tribute. And um, the last, the last thing is, we'll, we'll, uh, Doctor Who is of course filmed in the Globe as well, which adds to its lustre. Um, but yeah. uh, Doctor Who is fifty years old this year. What, what's your message to the listening Doctor Who fans who've kindly lent this interview to? Oh, um, what message? Yes. May the force be with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best one yet. Oh, Zoe, want to make it? Thank you very much indeed. My pleasure. Oh, My pleasure. That was great. I really appreciate it. That's very kind of you. Have, have a lovely day. And you too, Dom. Thanks. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. So we've bumped this one up the order to fit in with the housekeeping uh, that I did at the top. Um, and also, I think, because I'm quite excited to have got Zoe Wanamaker. Um, so normal service will be resumed next time with a wonderful gentleman with over 300 TV and film credits to his name. I was nervous at that one, too. I'm not very good at this, am I? Oh, well. Uh, Miss Wanamaker's charity is The Globe, best known to listeners of this podcast as the setting for the David Tennant Doctor adventure, The Shakespeare Code. Uh, which can be found at www.shakespearesglobe.com. And there's, there is a Support Us button, and I hope you can. Uh, I would like to thank Jim Bradshaw at BAFTA, uh, and especially Miss Wanamaker's fabulous PA, Vanessa Green, for facilitating this chat, which I never thought would happen in a million years. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, and I promise that all future podcasts will have less of me speaking, which can only be a good thing all round. But I hope we now know where we are and uh, hopefully the release rate will stop it will and hopefully the release rate uh, will step up because we've got loads sort of banked and edited and ready to go but Paul and Big Finish are busy and have lots of things to do and thanks to them as ever for their support uh, please follow therefore Big Finish and indeed me on Twitter uh, and how's about coming to see me perform Moth Saint my Doctor Who scarf and my stepson stole my sonic screwdriver uh, which are both on for one night only together and a double bill at the Garrick Theatre on the 17th of November. John Motson's wife is coming, apparently, so uh, so there you go. Tickets are available at www.nymaxtheatres.com, uh, and you'll find it on there. And that's true about John Motson's wife. All right, thanks. Um, enjoy your holiday that you're probably on. Um, I might try now and go and enjoy mine and you know, pay my children some attention. Uh, till next time. 
coming soon from Big Finish Productions. Doctor Who, The Lost Stories. The Queen of Time. Hey! Only the best for you, Doctor. Oysters from the sea from which the goddess Aphrodite rose in ancient times. Are you sure they're, they're quite fresh? <laughs> as fresh as the day she first inspired love in the breast of mankind. I see. Ten past two. Four thirty-seven. Six twenty-three. Sphere and red planet. A disc two-thirds of the way up. Five to seven. Zoe! Shh! Try to concentrate. Zoe! What is it? Jenny looked up to see a battlefield. Men in armor were fighting all around them. 1066, of course! The Battle of Hastings! <sighs> Shall we dance? Well, I, uh, I, 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 I don't. Come on, Doctor. If you give me my reward, your companions shall have theirs. Charge of the Light Brigade! Rifle! Subscribers get more at bigfinish.com.